Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Survivor After Buzz TV show. That was a new intro for After Buzz. I like it. Very good. I'm your host, Justin Walter, joined by the one and only Survivor legend, original villain, three-time player, the beautiful, the gorgeous, the talented, Jerry Manthe. Oh, hello, everybody. Nice to be here again. And wow, what an introduction. Justin. I mean, you deserve it, Jerry. No, I haven't seen you since the finale of last time. It's so good when you walked in the door, I just like, Jerry! Yeah, your texts have been heartwarming. <laughs> He's like, I can't wait to see you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so, I get so excited. Out. I'm like, Jerry and Ryan, Jerry and Ryan, which Ryan is back this season. I know last season he said I'm I'm exiting, but he's not. He's back this season. He unfortunately is not here tonight in person. We are going to call him. I told him five fifteen. We're giving you a call. He better answer. If he doesn't answer, we're going to keep calling every five or ten minutes. <laughs> he was on his way, but he's so busy right now because he's throwing the Big Brother rap party tonight. Whatever. Whatever. It's he's throwing Big Brother. the Big Brother finale party tonight. He so needs to he... let go of the Big Brother. <laughs> Focus thing. on Survivor, Ryan. So <laughs> we're excited. And then we might have some other people coming in throughout the season. So, mm-hmm. so excited to be back here for another season of Survivor. Survivor Season 29. Blood, Blood versus, versus Water, water. to San Juan del Sur. <laughs> The longest that's a lot name. Of, that's yeah. a very look, long... If you look at the logo, San Juan del Sur, Blood versus Water. This yeah. is the longest Survivor name we've had, I think. And even last night when people were tweeting, the hashtag is Survivor San Juan del Sur. It's the longest hashtag Oh my gosh. Ever. Cut and paste, people. Cut and paste. But <laughs> so excited. It's always good to have Survivor back on TV. And it always marks kind of the beginning of fall for me. It is. It's weird. Like, you know, as much as I want to go, oh, this season, I have to watch it again. And then I watch it and I'm like, God, it's so good. It's driving me crazy. So this is the second time we're getting Blood versus Water. Last year, a year ago today, or whenever it was, we were sitting here talking about the first Blood versus Water, which was half returnees. It was amazing. Half newbies 
I fell in love with that season. Right. You loved it. Ryan loved it. We all loved it. We loved it. And I will say this, though. I am glad that this season they decided to go with completely unknown people because mm-hmm. I think it's going to add to the element of surprise a little bit more. Yeah. And we don't know any of these people. And, and that's if you if you visually can see this right now, we have pictures of all the contestants on the table right now because <laughs> it is. Last season we went into it knowing so much easier who everybody was and the relationships and Jervis and his niece and all these sort of things. But when it is all these newbies, it takes a little longer to kind of get acquainted. Yeah. With them. I mean, it takes till like five episodes in to <laughs> know anybody's a... name. And then there's always the stragglers that we still don't know. And at that some point. that look a little bit alike. Uh, yeah, and there's a couple of those this season as well. Yeah. We were, you were just pointing out I was Kelly pointing and Jacqueline. Kelly, the daughter of Dale, who their relationship as father and daughter was kind of estranged for a couple of years. And we don't really know, we don't know why, yet. why yet. And then Jacqueline and John, the like it couple of the season. The Michigan people. The Michigan couple. Yes. But Kelly is on John's tribe, and she kind of looks like Jacqueline. Yeah. So I was getting a little confused during the episode. Well, I didn't even notice that until you pointed it out. <laughs> and then I realized that the entire time I kept thinking that <laughs> Kelly was Jacqueline. Yeah. And I kept going, wow, you know, her hair, she looks pretty rough out there. <laughs> and now I realize they're two totally different people. They're so. totally different people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, John, don't get uh, don't get too uh, comfortable with Kelly on your tribe. She, oh she looks pretty. She's just like your girlfriend. Beware the blondes. <laughs> There's probably going to be an automatic alliance there. I don't yes, know. Yes, but Kelly was never a Miss, Miss Michigan. Yes. So Miss I'm sure Michigan. there's a little, you know, yeah. their personalities, I have a feeling, are quite different. Quite different. So, yeah. well, the the episode kind of started how the first one did where they separated the pairs for one night to spend together on location together. To they, practice making to fire. To practice making fire Flint. and flint. And we were getting <laughs> just snippets of the pairs and the duels and what their relationships are. So real quick, uh, did any stand out to you, Jerry? Um, well, first off, I just I want to talk about the fact that I was a little bit upset at the beginning because it seemed like they had cast people in the exact same roles yes. that Blood versus Water 1 was. Yes. Like, we had the mom and the daughter who were super close. Yep. You know, we had the gay couple, which was Colton. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just it seemed like they were patterning it right after the first time they did Blood versus Water. And yep. I was like, ah, like, mm-hmm. wah, wah, wah. You know, yep. that was my immediate reaction. But then as the show got going... I've realized how different they yeah, are. Yeah, they're different characters completely. Yeah. And whatever they did, it worked. So, I mean, as far as like who stands out to me, I actually really like this cast this season Good. a lot. I mean, who doesn't love Jeremy and Val? I mean, I mean that was great. They So Jeremy and Val, the, the firefighter and the police officer married in similar professions but almost like rival professions a little bit and very much so and yeah. right away we get uh we get them going head to head in a battle which we'll talk about but they definitely stand out i think they're going to be a major storyline and plot i throughout. think jeremy has a very dark side that we have yet to see yet um we have a call we're gonna take real quick this Are is you great serious? calls coming in for survivor whoa let's see here hello who's on the line Hi, um, my name is um, Michael. I'm coming from Maryland. Hi, Hi Michael. Michael from Maryland. So we're talking. <laughs> we're talking right now about you know the beginning of the show when we initially got to meet some of the duos. Which was your favorite duo last night? Uh, my favorite was the immunity challenge. Oh, the f- you you like the immunity challenge? Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Something new that they haven't. Something new. Yeah. Well, who was uh, your favorite couple out there? Is my favorite couple. Yeah, which two do you like? Which pair? 
Um, I would say my favorite is um, Jeremy and Val. Jeremy and Val, okay. Yeah, we were just talking about them. Out of the two of them, who do you think is going to go further in the season? Jeremy, the firefighter, or Val, the cop? <laughs> tough question, That's a I know. Tough question. Yeah. What's your gut I'd say? say Val. All right. Well, we'll see. Thank you so much, Michael, for calling in. We appreciate it. So if anybody wants to call in, we post on our Twitter account, ABTV Survivor, the number to call in. Feel free to call in and get in the conversation tonight or in any of our episodes in the upcoming episodes that we're doing. We love hearing from the fans. So he says Val. I think Val's smart. I think she's level-headed. I think that, you know, she will get to it. She went to Exile Island, which is a new twist they're doing in This Blood versus Water. And then she assimilated into her tribe pretty well for not being with them in the first two days, which is crucial. Yeah, she didn't get a single vote. Crucial. Um, I think uh, the, their dynamic is interesting because, I mean, how many times in this episode alone did we hear Jeremy talk about how much he needed to take care of his wife mm-hmm. and his wife kept saying you don't need to take care yeah. of me I'm mm-hmm. fine by myself like I think that that dynamic between the two of them makes it very interesting because I think that might actually come into play at some point yeah. the fact that she has no problem separating herself from her husband and I think that people will see that and, and gravitate towards her to possibly vote her husband out much yeah. like we had Laura and her daughter mm-hmm. ending up having to do yeah I thought that was very, very interesting. The super fan team to me stands out. The boyfriends, Josh and Reed, both of them are super fans of the show. Young 30s, they're a Broadway couple. And on his tribe, Josh is like, everybody's going to Josh already for everything. And one thing I loved that stood out to me was when they talked about their relationship. And he said, on our anniversary or birthday, one of those two, they gave gave each other Yeah, that that is a funny. true Survivor fan. I love that. Yeah, but he looked kind of disappointed that that's what he got for his birthday. <laughs> hey, if someone ever gives me Flint, I will be very happy because I don't own any Flint. So, what? Uh, yeah. Hey, go out and get some dog on Flint. All right. Jerry. I've, got, I've got some in my truck right now. I well, always carry a Flint. Do with, you really? Yes. All right. I'm going to take a picture of that and post it on our Twitter account because I don't believe you. Okay. <laughs> So I think as super fans, they're going to be really good in the game. The two that stood out to me as just kind of a, do I really have to watch them on Survivor? The models? Twinnies. Oh, the twins. Well, you don't have to watch one of them anymore. (laughs) And to be quite honest with you, one thing that drove me nuts about that Nadia chick was like immediately her telling Josh that he was like one of the girls. Mm -hmm. So Nadia and... uh, Natalie from The Amazing Race. The Twinnies are on this season of Survivor. We've seen a lot lately. Big Brother contestants, Amazing Race contestants, and Survivor crossing contestants. Crossing over. Crossing over, which I'm like, okay, I just need to get on one of these shows now and then cross over. Well, Justin, <laughs> I know this must be kind of hard for you to watch this season. It is. Given the fact that you could have been uh, on it. I was it. trying. I was trying my best. It didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, Justin we'll try. We'll was try. very close. We'll try. We'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. <laughs> Um, so those are kind of some people that stood out the, you know, the brothers, we'll get to all these people, but first thing. No, the models. We got to address oh, that. Oh, you like them? No. Okay. <laughs> Anytime someone says, I'm a model. Oh. If you would have guessed they were, would you guess that they were models? No. They don't look like models. No, they don't have the body for it or the face. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Although I guess Drew in this picture that you have here. <laughs> He's got I the could, pout look. I could the see big that. Lips. He's got the, um. Uh, what is that Ben Stiller movie? Oh, the Blue uh, Steel. Blue Steel. Mm. Yeah, he's really got Blue <laughs> Steel going on right here. 
Um, so one group that I think a lot of people will find as fan favorites are the Southerners. Wesley, Wesley and, Keith. and Keith. Yes, I love them. So they are kind of the Southerners father-son duo. Louisiana. Firefighters. Both of them. Both of them. We got a lot of firefighters and cops and stuff like that. Yep. And immediately Wesley is accused by his dad of losing the Flint and they can't start the fire the first night because they lost the Flint on <laughs> night number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're cute. Good luck. Yeah. They're cute. Um, and then, I mean, who can't, you can't ignore the obvious Culpepper couple here. What do you think of this? What do you think of John Rocker, John Rocker and his girlfriend, uh, Julie? Julie probably won't have any problems floating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you mean floating in the game or floating in water? In water. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I hate those, like, gratuitous boob pictures. The shots where you're just like, oh, I can't stop. Please, I She's can't got stop some looking. Fake boobies. They're ginormous, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you right now, sleeping on bamboo is already uncomfortable enough. But if she tries to sleep on her stomach on bamboo with those gazongas, uh, she's good luck. Good luck sleeping. That's all I'm going to say. And John Rocker, when you look at the cast and everybody's standing out there, he is massive. He's huge. 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 Clearly a professional athlete. In one of the best scenes of the night, or one of the most stupid scenes, was when um, Wesley approached him saying i you're john you know someone famous right and he was like yeah. no yeah and then never he, lie about who you are it's gonna come out especially dude. when you're famous it's gonna come out the only person who successfully did it was lisa lisa welshall from survivor philippines which is ridiculous which only mike scoopin and jonathan penner were the ones that knew and they didn't really spill well, the she beans. never lied about it she just no, didn't talk about she it. didn't talk about it yeah but so this guy he what did he say i'm my name is john Wetland or what? He's, I don't he gives some fake last name. He's like, it doesn't start with an R. And then he was finally like, "You got, you me, got dude. me, dude." Yeah. And then he's like, "This guy's got to go because he knows who I am." It's Come silly on, that anybody famous would try to lie about who they are. Period. No, Just be it. honest. Just be honest. But you know, John, my husband last night was like, "Ooh, he's got a bad knee." Because oh. He can tell by the way he's walking that he's got an injury. Interesting. Yeah. So, so that's kind of our initial impressions of the first wheel. Can we try giving Ryan a call and see if he picks up? Um, <laughs> as we continue to do that. So how – one of the twists that we got to, they they separated the tribes by picking oh, – we're going to hear that. Let's see if Ryan picks up. Ryan Alicrio, if we get your voicemail, you are done to us. You are finished. Ryan is actually with Kat from Survivor, Blood versus Water. Hosting the Big Brother finale. She's going tonight too. So we'll see if Kat can give us some insight to what she thought about this. Ryan, are you there? I'm here, people. Oh my God, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan! <laughs> I can't, be, I can't yell that I'm stressed out, people. It's crazy. <laughs> Life is crazy. So, Ryan, just to give you know the fans out there who were so happy you're returning this season, where are you right now? What are you doing? Okay, well, the Big Brother finale was last night, and so Rachel Riley and I throw the annual party afterwards, and the party has literally just blown up to epic proportions, and. The stars at an event, and I just have not had. I just don't have time to drive to the studio and talk to uh, you guys. No, no, no. What stars are there? What stars are there? What started? No, the what stars? stars? Jerry, because Jerry's not coming to my party anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, are there stars there bigger than me? I hope. I hope so, for your sake. <laughs> yes, all my stress is from Jerry, the villain, the villainess. Well, here's my question. So, you know. Are you gonna you're gonna be here all season, right, Ryan? 
We miss you. Yes, I'm coming all season. I'm coming back. I'm very excited. I'm so excited I haven't even seen the episode. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, is, is, are you with Kat right now? Can you put Kat on the phone? Kat is actually not here. What? Oh, come she, on! I wish she was there. Because she, she's so stressed out about what to wear to the party tonight, she took us a rampage to go to the mall to buy a new shawl. Oh my god! Well, did, those, did she know, say what she thought about this? Uh, <laughs> did she say what she thought about last night's episode of the season from being on Blood versus Water last season? Well, she did. Uh, I don't know the whole cast yet, but there's um, a set of brothers from Florida that she has actually like hung out with. Oh, and she's, they're okay. great guys. They're like. I saw their picture. They're like really gorgeous. I don't know how they're playing or what's going on. It's so quick. It's subjective, but, like, Ryan. She says she loves them. They're great guys. So I don't know. They're models. They're models. I don't want to spill, spill someone's love life on air. <laughs> well, one last question for you about is Kat still dating? Oh, wait, Hayden? wait, wait. I do have. I do have someone else. Like Danielle from Big Brother 14, who is at my house getting ready. I oh. say hi to everybody. Oh, tell her to say hello. Hey. Hey. Did, did you watch Survivor last night, Danielle? I, yes, I did. I loved it. What? Who? What do you? Th- what are your thoughts? Who do you think's gonna? Who's the best? Um, I don't remember anyone's names right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Describe I just, them. I do. Huh? Describe them for us. Describe them. <laughs> the first. Yeah. Who okay, did you, you like? I can't Oh, who did you like? Did you say? Okay, what? Say that one more time. Oh, who who do you think is going to go far this season? Um, I think the brothers might actually go far. And isn't there a married couple that just got split up too? Yeah. What? The yeah. models? Wow, they are rooting <laughs> the for the models. Ryan and Danielle from Big Brother are rooting for the models. Well, we know you guys have a huge party to get ready for tonight. Ryan, good luck tonight. And uh, for anybody that's in L.A., there's a go to 11 nightclub in West Hollywood for the Big Brother rap party tonight. We just pimped it out for you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Love you. <laughs> Love you all. I'll see you all next week. Justin, I will see you later. And Jerry, all right. I have, our, our feud is continuing. So this <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it was about. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Ryan. All right. So back to the episode. Instead of doing Redemption Island this season, they're doing Exile Island. I love it. You like it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love what it. What do you like better about it than redemption? What I love is it gives people the opportunity to uh, connect with people on yes. the other tribe yeah. instead of what happened last year where all of the people who had their loved one voted off instantly. They ganged up on people who had loved ones still there. Mm-hmm. I think that that's going to prevent it from being that polarizing. It's going to create relationships in between the two tribes on Exile Island. And the only person last year that switched was Rupert, and that was right away. He switched with his wife, mm-hmm. Laura, and nobody switched. And then it became almost like it was – I'm over Redemption Island, so I'm glad it's not here. So glad. One thi- So Redemption Island, what I loved about Redemption Island and Survivor Token Sheens was when Taj, Brandon, um, Saria, and uh, Steven, the four of them – all formed an Exile Islands alliance. Taj, if you remember as a fan from the show, went to Exile Island every freaking time. And she formed this Exile Alliance between her and Steven on her tribe, Brandon and Saria on the other tribe. And going into the merge, they had this secret Exile Alliance, but then it fell apart because of Brandon. But there is that potential where they can have these cool inner tribe alliances from Exile mm-hmm. Island, which I hope happens this season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I thought about that the second... The two, uh, Val and 
Keith were on the island together, yeah. I was thinking, wow, this is a great opportunity for them to talk about their backgrounds and what they do for a living and all that kind of stuff. And for her to possibly share the idol clue, which mm-hmm. she didn't. Which she didn't. Which was interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> but I just, I love, I'm so excited. It's because good. it's it's adding a better element, I think, to the potential for two people who are siblings yeah. or loved ones to go to the end. Yeah. And I think it's also too interesting. So you have, let's say, Val and Keith there. Then Val can on her, you know, talk to Keith about his son who's on her tribe. Right. You know, and he Keith can talk to Val about Jeremy who's on his tribe. So there are these cool multiple alliances that can be formed just by going to Exile Island. Yep. Which I, I hope, I hope we get to see some like layer strategies of I, I think went with this you person will. that sort of thing. Hopefully that happens. I really, truly think that this yeah. season, that just added a whole more interesting layer. I mean, and I'm glad because I know at first when they first were going to Exile Island, I was confused. Like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Does this mean they're out of the game? And yeah. Like what's, and when they came back and went back to the immunity challenge, because it wasn't really made perfectly clear. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was kind of still like a what's going to happen. Yeah. When I realized what was happening, I was like, yes. So so last season, I mean, two seasons ago, we saw, you know, the Redemption Island Challenge kind of led the episode um, where now it's going to be these Exile Island challenges where the couples face against each other in Exile Island. So it's going to be brother versus brother, husband versus wife, son versus I wonder. father. I, I wonder if it's going it to be. No? I don't know. Yeah, that's how it was described, and you know, if I misunderstood it, but that's how it's going to be. Cool. Then how it works is the winning person picks someone from their tribe to go with, hang out with their, their loved, loved one. one. Yeah. So again, another element of strategy: who are you sending with your loved one? Yep. Are you sending your ally, or are you sending someone you're not al- aligned with? You know, mm-hmm. all these sort of things to add to multiple elements. So last night, Jeremy and Val competed in a challenge where it was this like cube with ropes tangled all in it. They had to undo the ropes with their bodies climbing up and down these, you know, poles and and that sort of thing. And then they had to throw the the rope to lasso boards and then you had to do it twice. And, it is a cool challenge. And Jeremy won and then sending his wife to Exile yeah. Island and then sending Keith with his wife to protect her because he seemed like he was an outdoor guy. Right, which smartly he did and vocalized that that's why he was sending mm-hmm. um, Keith. He, I mean, he let Keith know, this is why I'm sending you. I yeah. hope you're okay with it. And he said, oh, no, I'm cool, dude. And I just think that that was a moment where everybody kind of looked at Jeremy and went, wow, he's a really great guy. Mm -hmm. Because the entire tribe was polarized by Jeremy. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone loves him. Mm -hmm. But there's something there. I saw something in his eye, like a little hint of crazy. (laughs) That's my prediction. I agree, because he thinks he's in super control of the tribe. Totally. He thinks he's in complete control of the game and the tribe already. I do appreciate him going to the women and saying, I get along with women Mm -hmm. better. I like that, because that's very rare with men who are A-type. Or does he think he just can manipulate women better? Absolutely. That's exactly what he meant. So are women more easily manipulated? (laughs) Manipulated. (laughs) Not Jerry. Let's just put it this way. (laughs) People of varying types can be easily manipulated, whether they're female or male. But he clearly does have better control over women. And one thing, too, with him, and this is, I think, the, the element that you get from Blood versus Water right away was waterworks. After the challenge, he's tearing up, sending his wife to Exile Island. Then in his confessionals back at camp, he's tearing up. A little, it was a little overboard for me. Like, so it's blood versus waterworks. Blood versus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so 
It'd be more like blood and waterworks. Blood and waterworks. <laughs> blood, yeah, blood and waterworks. Well, I even teared up, and I was like, "Stop it!" And that's the thing. When you get, I uh. even got a little because it's just you think of these personal relationships and being out there like that, and they, well, that's all we heard from people on last last time they did this when they were in the game. It's just so hard watching your loved ones suffer, mm-hmm. and you're the reason why they're suffering. And when we can kind of already be invested emotionally with someone we don't even know, like Jeremy and Val. That's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Uh, but I hope it doesn't turn into a big, sobby, wet, crying season. I know. I get mad when I watch Survivor and I cry. <laughs> you know what usually gets me? The family visits usually got me when they, they you know, Yeah, those. they get everybody. Yeah, and then some, some, some seasons I'm just like, oh, give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the, the tribes were picked randomly out of a hat. Um, that's kind of, if we didn't mention that already. And then. I, I, yeah, I didn't see that part. I was wondering how they decided who got what. They brought over, like, the, the, you know, the, the plates with the, the buffs and then each pair had to pick one and that oh. was a different color. Okay. Um, I must have been I was reading, popcorn. I was reading some article <laughs> where they were like, interesting that after, that everybody picked the tribe color of the clothes they were wearing. <laughs> no, but, but, you know. I think it's they probably told everybody bring a set of, of orange yellow. Yeah, but still nobody knew what tribe they were on until oh, I got to go I got to go no but I got to go back and see cuz I I don't think that they were already in the colors. They were. Were they? Yeah, cuz I noticed that too. I was like, wow, they're all wearing blue and oh, look, they're all wearing yellow. No. Yes. I'm going to look at this again. Yeah, me too. Cuz I just dismissed it as, oh, they they had two different colors of every outfit they brought and then they just Pick the and color. then what? They got to change clothes yeah. after they picked their buff. That's not how that works. You know, we should go back and look. I'm at going that. to now. I, want... I saved the episode on my DVR. I'm looking at. it. I seriously think I was making popcorn when they picked tribes because <laughs> I don't. You're so invested, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> first episode, I was like, oh man, I always want to not like it, but I always yeah. end up liking it. Um, Why is that? I don't know. I have, so, some, I have issues, people. <laughs> Jerry, that is the, the, the tip of the iceberg on your issues. <laughs> but, it's, you know, admitting it is the first That's, step to recovery. There we, go, there we go. So you mentioned it, you know, Jeremy, the firefighter, mm-hmm. on um, his tribe, he approached, I have in my notes, Blondie. <laughs> his name is Kelly, which I confuse with Jacqueline. Right. Kelly, Natalie, and Missy. So he approached the women right away. It was like, I want to work with you. I want to work with you. I want to work with you. And then you did see that hint of craziness of I'm already in control of this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So we'll see. And I, then, yeah. you know, we go over to the the Orange Tribe. And uh, how do you say it? It's Hanapa? 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 Hanapu. And the, the blue Hunapu. tribe is Koyopa? Koyopa, yeah. Hunapu. Like so the Toyota. Um, oh no, I, I just mixed the colors up. It's actually the, the blue tribe is Hunapu and the orange tribe is Koyopa. So we go over to the orange tribe and right away it seems like old man Dale is the odd man. I out. hate that when they pick out the old man. I, you know, cause you, part of that is also because I wonder, gosh, I wonder if I go back and play Survivor when I'm 55, <laughs> am I gonna be the old lady that everybody gangs up on in the first episode? I don't think so. I always, I, Jerry, honestly, <laughs> how, how old were you when you played Survivor? You don't want to give your age. What age? No, the, range? the first time? Yeah. Uh, I just turned 30. I feel like you're frozen in that age, honestly. <laughs> I still feel like that you're 30 years old and, you know. I feel 20. No, I don't feel 20. <laughs> I still no. feel like you're the same Jerry age wise. <laughs> you're good to go, Jerry. My knees are a little shaky, but I'm pretty much the same. <laughs> you're still doing, you're still doing your Brazilian, uh, butt workout. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I think that lasted three days, and then I couldn't walk up the stairs, and, and I like, quit. Oh, I'm not going back. <laughs> They're not doing Survivor All-Stars. I can yeah, quit that. I can wait, but I am going to go back to the Brazilian butt lift. I might do it on YouTube and let oh, you guys wow. go along with me and see if anything happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what we see is them building shelter on both tribes, and, and Dale automatically feels like he's the odd man out. So he his goal is to start fire first to give himself some purpose and weight and worth and value in his tribe. Every you know you have all the young guys trying to do it with brute strength and getting sticks together. All bent over the, all bent the over. tree in a seductive kind of manly way and the, scraping those, two pieces of hard bamboo together. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm looking at his name, Alec, the model. The brothers are Alec and Drew. Alec was doing that over there. And then Dale had reading glasses that he was trying to magnify. I've never seen anybody make that work, I don't think. He brought, and then he broke it in half. Right. Put the two lenses over each other to get extra power in the magnifying force, and then he started the fire. Can you guys out there check somewhere and see, has anyone ever been able to do that with glasses? Because I seem to recall nobody getting a chance to do it except... Oh, we have a little... Yeah. <laughs> except um, in the first season... No, I feel like I've seen it before I think it was Survivor. the first season, uh, the older guy... Rudy? No, no, no. The other one who I think... BB? Passed away. BB passed away? Uh, I think so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. I think he actually might have been able to do it with his glasses. I know some other people in the past have done it. I feel like maybe once or twice it has been done. I can't Because we tried remember. it. Oh, you did? Yeah, it didn't So it didn't Wait, work. do you have... Okay, so reading glasses. I wear contacts, so I would be able to bring my glasses, but they're for distance. If he's bringing a reading, reading glasses are allowed? Do you know if you have a prescription for reading glasses? No. I don't know why that was allowed. Or does he... Because if he... If they were solely reading glasses, one, he's not going to be reading on the island. Nope. Two, if he has a prescription, he broke his glasses. Well, he has some. He must have contacts, right? I don't know. Because that baffled me a little bit. Did if, he like, say they were reading? glasses? He said they were his reading glasses. Then those shouldn't have been allowed. On well, unless the show. he has a prescription anywhere, his contacts for can't see um, close. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're not supposed to have reading glasses on Survivor because so, clearly you can't have books and stuff. Well, he used them to start the fire successfully, and everybody was so happy and excited. And I was like, "Good job, old man." Right, but here's the thing with that. For some reason, he turned it into, I just proved my own self-worth, yeah. and now everyone's going to know. No, you made fire. <laughs> They're done with you, dude. That's how that works. Okay, we got fire. We don't need this guy anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm he, like, he did his job. We can boil water now. I, I, yeah, I was like, I, th- I think you probably know better than that. People are going to be One able thing to... we didn't talk about, do you think, of going back to Exile Island, at Exile, the two people there, there's an urn, and you have the option to pick one. So each person picks one, and then inside Exile is a clue to an idol and then a blank thing. So do you think it was smart for Val not to share the clue with Um, I I mean, it would have been a bad idea had uh, Keith caught on to the fact that she lied to him. Eventually he's going to find out. But I I don't know. I mean, I kept going, Keith, what's up, dude? Like, really? Yeah. Like, (laughs) Like, they're giving you both blank Possibly you should rethink what you think just happened, is what I kept thinking. I was like, hmm, okay, so he's not that smart. (laughs) Or or savvy in Survivor. Or pretending, I guess. I don't know. It was a very awkward moment, and I... I I can't really say if what she did. It is hard. In Val, you're you're separated from your tribe right away. You don't know this guy at all. You're not on the same tribe. You have no idea of alliances. To share the clue right away might be a little risky. But 
they were both sent to Exile Island at mm-hmm. the very beginning of the and game. Neither is, one of this us. This is where you create alliances on yes. day one. And this could be the founding building block of an alliance yeah. with you and this guy. And it would have been, it already sounds like there's a potential for that because of their field of work. Yeah. Had she shared the clue, I think they might have instantly become super tight. Yeah. And that would be an alliance of four people already. Mm-hmm. Which I think would have been smart. Yeah. And the clue led her to later when she returned to the well, the water well, somewhere near the well. And we saw Dale, because he felt like he was an outsider, go to the well and get water. And then he saw some medallion and pulled it as a fake idol. It's not the real idol because it doesn't have the instructions. But already, Dale's got a fake idol from the well. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Great. Good. Yeah, like, that one's never been done before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of that. Um, did so I ever what, tell you that Russell did that to me? He no. gave me a fake idol, and they never showed it on the show. No. On Heroes and Villains. Ooh. Yeah. No. It, for some reason, that storyline was never brought to light. Interesting. Even though it was very prevalent. Which, by the way, is crazy that Heroes and Villains is almost 10 seasons ago was wow season 20 we it are on season 29 this was. spring will be 30 which heroes and villains is one of my favorites why am i still having nightmares <laughs> <laughs> i should be over Those by now will never ever leave um oh, so joy. it seems like on both tribes you know everybody's building shelter getting to know what julie which is john rocker's girlfriend um Jeez. she says that drew the brother Who's, he took charge. The boys, the brother took charge with John, the Michigan football player, um, to build the shelter. And she, you know, the only thing we get from Julie all night was basically this kid's young, arrogant, and dumb. You know, that's like the only thing we really got from Julie all night that she doesn't that like. And a lot of boob shots. And boob shots. <laughs> the floaties were out. No water challenge yet. I'm just noticing here, she's also a model. And, and, a, and a mobile spray tanning owner. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's very pretty. That's the thing is like, you know, there's always got to be one girl on every season that's just like ridiculously good looking. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I think the blondes are the prettiest girls in the bunch. You think so? Yeah. The blondes definitely. And Jacqueline. Jacqueline. The Miss Michigan. Jacqueline and Kelly. Yeah. They, they take it as, I think, the hot girls. And then I think Baylor, she's like the girl next door cute. You know, I think Jacqueline's really gorgeous. She's, She's gorgeous. the Miss, Miss Michigan. Yeah, Jacqueline Miss and John Michigan. to me are like Candace and John from. <gasps> they are. You know the 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 beautiful couple, and he even has the same name as John. Um, and we'll see how far they go together. But we did the only moment we got from John. So John is a former Michigan football player. Yeah, University yeah. of Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. And or Michigan State. I think. It was kind of random to me. So we're getting all this, like, everybody's getting to know each other, that sort of stuff. And then randomly we get a very human storyline plot of John oh. talking about his dad was diagnosed with a brain, brain tumor. tumor and that he has a limited time to live and that he made a tough decision to come on Survivor, but his dad is a huge super fan and gave him the, like, go ahead, you should go on Survivor and do this. And, and, then he, and it ended with, hopefully we'll be able to watch this season together. I was like, oh my gosh. That's pretty heavy this stuff. This is heavy stuff. And it was just thrown into the episode. And that's like, I felt like the only thing I got to know of this guy, and it was just thrown in there. So I'm confused of analyzing why things are in the episode and why they're not. Are they going to be developing this storyline for him of... You know, doing this for his dad. Or 
perhaps that is who ends up quitting next week. Oh. I just thought of that right now. You know, the teaser for next week is somebody quits. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? Bleep. <laughs> that could very well be it because he's – that would make perfect sense why they would tell us just that. Just throw that in there because you're right. It didn't there. really fit in with the rest of the story. It didn't fit into me at all. And then it wasn't – that was, a, I think, a preview for the season as a whole. So uh-huh. I don't think that was for next week. But that very well could be – why, if he did quit, why he would quit? Because he can't handle the idea of being out there knowing his dad has num- you know number of days left. Right. Jenna Maraska in All Stars, she left. You were there. Mm-hmm. And Jenna Maraska left. Her mom was dying, had cancer, and she had a premonition. Is this true, Jerry? This yeah. is what I know. A premonition that she had to get out of there because something was wrong with her mom. She left the season in the show, got home, and her mom passed away a few days later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was really, really intense. It's crazy, just like that feeling of connection with a human like that. Yeah, it really. I mean, it really is. And that again, I think the one thing when things like this happen, or we hear stories like this, it really makes you realize how real this whole thing yeah. is. Like, even though it's a game being played, these are real people with real lives, and there's some very intense stuff in everyone's life. Yeah. And when it becomes real, is when it gets really scary. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Well, we love having people comment on our YouTube and our um, Twitter and iTunes, so definitely do that. And we want you guys, I think it's a good question, who do you think quits this season? Do you think it's going to be John quitting because of his dad? Or do you think someone else will quit? And if so, who do you think will quit? So on YouTube, on iTunes, definitely tell us what you think of our show, how we can have a great show this season, and who you think is going to quit this season and why. You know, I know I have another prediction who it might be. Oh, I just, it's, I just had John. one. I just had one, too. Can I go first? <laughs> sure. The 20. That's because she's going to quit because her sister was voted off first, and she's like, this is this is. BS because we were on the Amazing Race. You're all going to take it out. I'm done. Yeah, that, we've never been away from each other yeah. for more than two weeks. Yeah, so That's... that that would be my other prediction. The <laughs> twenty for the totally lame exit. That um, that would be quitting yes. at some point. Uh, yeah, because I can't imagine anybody else really. Unless quitting. there's a huge medical thing, but it didn't seem like it was a medical emergency. No, quit. it seemed like someone's quitting. Yeah. Um. So and which again, just you know, unless it is someone like John for a reason like that, mm-hmm. that's different. But I mean, anybody else quitting would be just really lame. Like last season. Yeah. I like you will even... get a lot of flack from me on this show. <laughs> Whoever it is that quit, if it's not someone like John with an amazing reason. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Better not be quitting, people. No. And anyone quitters. out there who thinks they can't handle it, don't apply for Survivor. Well, and then one other thing is we do have to mention is there's 19 cast members because one pair before the show started had to leave. So this season was originally supposed to be 20 pairs. Really? Yes. And one of them, one of the pairs was not medically approved to compete on the show. So this happened when um, that's why Candace and John were in their season because right. Arsene and her dad were flown out there and her dad could not medically be approved to compete on the show once he got out there. Mm-hmm. That happened again, some medical reason, I believe, that some pair could not compete, but they did not replace them with another pair. So they didn't have alternates ready to go. I did not um, know that. So that's why it's 19 or 18, instead nine of 20. pairs instead of 20. Which I wonder if it were 10 blood, 10 water, if the tribes would have been blood versus water. Like, have all the blood I, on one. Yeah. I don't think that would be good because then pairs would just pair up. But I wonder to switch it up if maybe it were 10 in, te- uh, not 10, 5 and 5, five, right. five, 5 blood, 5 water, not 10. 
if they would have done a blood tribe and a water tribe. I, you know what? I hope in the future they do. If they do blood versus water again, that would be do. interesting. I think so too, because then all you got to do is like halfway through, yeah. mix it all up. You yeah. know, for like a couple of episodes and then merge. Agreed. And if I were on that tribe with my identical twin, he would get my vote to get off that island. <gasps> <laughs> Lay in the smackdown, Tommy. Yes, I would. <laughs> we will leave it at that. Um, so immunity challenge. We had our caller in. Michael called in right away. He said his favorite thing in the last night's episode was the immunity challenge. The immunity challenge was multi-level again. You know, we had all different um, steps where they had to... The dangerous. They had to crawl under this kind of maze, and that looked kind of dangerous. Right? Oh, underneath the maze, underneath yeah. the maze. The, the yeah. one, the mud was like more like rock mud, mm-hmm. and you know they were all colliding under the rope maze and hitting each other. And then once they got out of that, then they had to retrieve three bags tied up, and basically the blue tribe, um, which is Hunapa. I'm gonna. I can't say that right. <laughs> Hunapa. They, they Hunapu. got they, Hunapu. <laughs> they lifted up a different girl every time to untie the bags. Whereas the orange tribe had John Rocker, who is already like seven feet tall. Put uh, what is her? Which which blonde was it? It was uh, one of them. The blonde. See, this, Kelly. These blondes are confusing. Kelly. No, no, no. Uh, Jacqueline. No, no, it was Jacqueline. Oh, for God's sake. Jacqueline. So John put Jacqueline on his shoulders, and she one by one by one untied it. So the orange tribe the entire time was in the lead after they got those bags, and they had to do a three-part getting over a wall. The first thing was tossing a rope. Then they had to use the rope once it latched on to climb up the wall. Orange took the lead. Then they had to use pegs to form a ladder in the wall. Orange was in the lead. Then, this is all from memory, Jerry. Very, then very good. they had a wall that they just had to get each other over one by one. This is total team building exercise. I've, I've done rope course, courses before. Total team building rope course activity. Get everybody over. Orange Tribe gets over first. They get to the puzzle. Blue wins. <laughs> yeah, I, one thing I noticed from that challenge was how absolutely athletic almost every single person is on this on this season. Yeah. Almost everybody good is shape. incredibly athletic because really that course was tough. Mm-hmm. And nobody really struggled or really got behind or had yeah. issues. Even Dale, I was concerned about him getting up the, the one wall where they literally just had to jump onto someone's shoulders. Yeah. And even he got up there just fine. Yeah, everyone was, seems to be in pretty decent shape. You know what? Actually, I just realized something about Dale. There was, at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. for a second, he looked like Roger. Yes! Kentucky Joe. The whole episode, I was trying to think, who does this guy look like? Roger Bingham. He does kind of look like Roger. Yeah, what I know. What a throwback to season two Australia. I know, because I was like, he could be Roger's brother. He The whole time, I was like, he looks like someone. I can't yeah. figure out who that is. Roger's a good comparison. I love Roger. Uh, who will be his Elizabeth? Wait. It will be Jacqueline. No, it's going to be his own daughter. He's got his Elizabeth. Oh, that's poetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so Blue had to come back at the puzzle. This was a puzzle we haven't seen on Survivor. I really like the puzzle. It was. I and love that puzzle. You know what? Somebody posted on my Twitter. I don't know if they did on yours. Mm-mm. That they wish, and they put at Jeff Probst on it as well. They, they wish that they would go back to using natural materials to build oh. challenges. Mm-hmm. And that was a good example of why I can understand why people are saying that. Because as cool as it was yeah. you know it was made to look like rocks you know yeah. and you could tell it was like i don't know maybe yeah, that right. is something else but yeah. it's true they used to use all natural materials 
Yeah. Yeah. The puzzle I thought was cool because it, it was very cool. It was a, a crazy. It was multi-dimensional. Yeah, and it was the pieces that to fit in the one way. It and I, I can't even describe it. It was just kind of yeah. like a, a mind bender. And I love those kind of challenges where it is you have to put the pieces and shift them. And there were so many multiples where they thought they had it, but then the one piece didn't fit. Yeah. So was, I love I love that puzzle and the immunity challenge. So blue had a comeback. So it was fun to see right away first immunity challenge a comeback when mm-hmm. the tribe is in behind the the whole time. And then that means that. Orange Tribe sent to Tribal Council. Dun, 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 dun. Strategy comes into play finally. Now we get to a little, talk about a little bit about strategy. So Dale, feeling like he's the old odd man out, right away wants to target Nadia because she's been on the Amazing Race. He saw her be manipulative and He saw and her conniving. be manipulative and conniving. And smart move, Dale. Yeah. Smart move to go to the guys and rally against Nadia. Right. If I were on that tribe, honestly, you go for the easiest target. Someone who's played on the Amazing Race two times. She's been on it yes, twice. They've been on the Amazing Race twice. So someone who comes in with an Amazing Race twice when people like me are dying to get on these reality shows and can't even get on once, <laughs> you're gonna get my vote. <laughs> Keep that in mind, people. No, no, never, <laughs> Jerry. If you're out there for a fourth time and I'm there with you, final two alliance, duh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I think it was more of smart because yes, she's been on the Amazing Race, but that I don't think that's justification to get someone voted off. But she annoys people, you know. She well, rubs she people was, the wrong way. She was very aggressive and forceful with her personality, anyway, which generally doesn't work well anyway over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, yeah, I, I'm glad Dale kind of deflected it. I was just very impressed that nobody even went after Val. Yeah, I mean she clearly didn't have time to really forge any relationships and mm-hmm. she was concerned about that but really truthfully that team for whatever reason never really did yeah. get any relationships going before she got there yeah and, and there were a couple other dynamics we saw the girls all together um saying let's do an all girls alliance and they were all like yeah let's fist pump that and we need one more oh josh nadia was like well josh will be with us he's the gay guy he's one of the girls and then he, right. she even said that to him, and he was like, "One of my pet peeves is when you know someone says he didn't say I'm that to the, her though. No, he, he was smart. That. He was smart. When he someone said, says, ask I'm my boyfriend girls, Reed. Yeah, he knows how much I hate that.' Which Reed, by the way, I found out I do. I host um, a reality little segment on Lance Bass's XM radio show every other week. Reed is Clay Aiken's ex boyfriend. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Reed used to date Clay Aiken, which is a tidbit. Um, so then you little have... Little T, people. Little T. Then tea. Josh, again, then we see Josh and Baylor, which they must have had a, some sort of alliance or deal because Baylor basically said to Josh, I will do whatever you want to do. How do you want to do this? I'm with you, whatever you want to do. And, and Josh you know, said, everybody wants me on their side. Everybody's approaching me. This is the position I wanted to be in. I'm a fan of the show. I want to be the guy that everybody comes to and trusts. That's what everyone's doing. It's kind of up to me. But he said in Survivor, when you're the swing vote, that's not necessarily always a good position not right if away. You, if you play it too aggressively, yeah, it's not a good thing. Yeah, because we've seen it backfire on people where yeah. they, they, they're the swing vote and then they rub it in people's faces like last season. Uh, the police officer. Face? The curly yeah, girl, police yeah. Police officer. I can't even remember her name. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I can remember in Survivor Amazon when Christy, um, deaf, um, deaf contestant, thought she was a swing vote and they voted her off because she was a swing vote. <laughs> I remember Christy, but I can't remember your, your name. What is your name? Copper from last season. Uh, um, so, we, you know, we go to Tribal Council, and Josh is basically the one with all the power. He can go with the girls, or he could go with the guys. And um, Baylor, who is the daughter of the three-time divorce Missy, 
says, I'm with you, Josh. Whatever you want me to do, I'm doing it with you. So there's got to be some type bond that we didn't really see develop, but those two have it. Um, so what do you think of Tribal Council? Nadia, uh, N- Nadia is, she, you know, she had some some sound bites there. <laughs> Did she? I don't even remember. Well, it, you, for some reason it didn't, it wasn't yeah. like well, incredibly Jeff, My favorite was Je- Jeff saying, you know, how do you compare this to The Amazing Race? And she was like, well, on The Amazing Race, they tell you exactly what to do. But on Survivor, they say, this is your island. Do it or yeah. have fun or <laughs> good luck. So is it just That was a very good that? point. Yeah. Actually, I never really thought about mm-hmm. that. But, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why The Amazing Race is nothing like Survivor. No, com- For one, they get fed. They get to sleep different. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so di- the there's sh- no comparison. The stresses are completely different. Totally. Um, and then, you know, we kind of... One thing we didn't talk about was Josh's eyes watering <gasps> the whole time. My eyes were watering the whole time I was watching that. Was Do you think it was like, allergies uh, or, or, or poison from some... F- he probably bleak. touched his eyes. Yeah. You know, it could be allergies. I, I mean, think about... That's one thing you can't do out there. You can't touch any mm. of your orifices because your hands are always filthy. Yeah. Like, it's just one of the things you've got to keep in mind. And definitely not your eyeballs. Yep. So, you know. I don't know. Um, another, another quote from Tribal Council that I did like from um, Nadia was uh, when she said something about, like, oh, make lemonade with lemons, but I, <laughs> I prefer margaritas oh. or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I thought that was good, you know. <laughs> Yeah, um, that was pretty funny. So our 20 got voted out. Um, some people voted for... Baylor. There was a Dale. random for Baylor. So that, oh, that was... Um, Josh voted Josh. for Baylor. So what do you think the strategy behind that was? He just didn't want to pick sides. That's all. Mm-hmm. He knew it wasn't him. He knew it was either one of the two, and he didn't want to pick sides. So here's the thing, though. There had to have been a conversation with Baylor, because Baylor said... We saw her say, I'll do whatever you want to do. So he said... You vote for Nadia Mm because she did. Mm -hmm. But I will vote for you to try and hide an alliance. What else? What else would be the reason? I don't know. Because why she she went against the girls and voted with the guys. But then she got a vote from Josh, who she's clearly working with. So that vote was that was just a throwaway vote. I don't know. I mean, it's pretty interesting why her he voted for but i wonder if they're trying to hide a really tight alliance between the two of them by right away trying to throw people off by i voted for baylor you know and then you know down the line using that but i don't know if they're thinking that high yeah, i don't know yet. i guess we'll have to wait and we'll see. Have to wait and see all right so predictions jerry what do you think who do you, who do you like this early in the game uh, and just to point out Yes. Ooh. Just to point out. That must out, be the Halloween version of oh, predictions. <laughs> oh, Halloween is coming up for this season where we dressed up as each other last year. That was fun. We'll have to do that maybe again. We do not look at spoilers. One thing we do not do on this show is we, Never. Do, we do not look at spoilers. So anything we say in terms of predictions are our own ideas and thoughts based on what we're watching. So, Jerry, who are you picking? Give me one from each tribe that you would say, I see this person taking on the money. I think Jeremy's in a good place. Um... On Hunapu <laughs> mm-hmm. and Koyopa, hmm. I think Josh is in a good place. Yeah. So those are my two right now, but that could change next week. <laughs> I'm going to go. I agree. I think Josh and Jacqueline, I think that she's going to be a silent killer in this game. Or actually, Baylor. That's three names. I should only give one. I'm going to go with Baylor. <laughs> you said Josh. I'm going to go with Baylor. I like the vibe and energy I'm getting from Baylor. And then... Um, on the other team, I'm going to go with, I guess, uh, Keith for now. I'm going to go with Keith goes pretty far. 
We'll see. Yeah, we'll I hope see. so. He's he's a, he seems like a nice guy. We Him and his see. son, both. I like that. Yeah. Well, we are so excited and glad to be back for another season Yay. of Survivor. Ryan will be back with us next week, and we're going to try and get some former Blood vs. Water players to give some Skype calls in. Laura Moret said she'd give us a call, and we'll try and get some other ones to get their take on Season 2. This has only been done two times out of 29 seasons, the second time, so we want to talk to those people who played on Blood vs. Water. Maybe That's we right. can get Tina to call in. Oh, yeah. And, for sure, uh, I can get Tina to we'll call in. We'll get Tina to call in and get some of these perspectives of some of the former Blood vs. Water players. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are so excited to be back. We'll be back next week. That's it. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.